Today is Tuesday, May 16th. The title for our devotional is Salvation Without Community. Remember, we are in our conference week for our campaign called A la Carte Christianity. For the first couple of days here, I'm just going through some topics that I left on the cutting room floor. Another topic that I wish I would have been able to cover but ran out of time is the topic of salvation without the church. I often hear from folks who say that they are Christians, but they don't have any connection or affiliation to a church, or they simply attend church infrequently with little desire to connect with others in any meaningful way. There are many reasons for this, but let's just explore a few. In our hyper-individualized society, we view salvation only through the lens of restoring our relationship to God. This is, of course, a glorious truth that I would never minimize. Salvation, however, is more glorious than that. In salvation in the kingdom that we have entered into, God is restoring our relationships to himself as well as our relationships one to another and even to the creation as a whole. This restoration of relationships is the primary theme of the book of Ephesians, where the church, where in the church God has brought Jews and Gentiles together into unity. Paul expresses that not just as a fringe element of the gospel, but as a core element of the gospel. Again, as we've been expressing throughout this campaign, the center of this approach is the self. Uh, We get what we want out of the faith and leave the tough stuff. Salvation is received freely as a gift. Formation through the life of the church is quite difficult. Many in the Western world have been hurt by the church. The hurts are real and tragic. When the community that is meant to embody love, unity, peace, goodness, and kindness does the opposite, the wounds can run deep. This is not to be minimized, and it may require times away from the church community to heal. But the goal must be restoration to a church community. It doesn't have to be the same one in which the hurts were experienced, but community is essential in the Christian faith, and so the goal is restoration to the church. There is much to say on this from Scripture, but for the rest of our time today, let's simply read three of the most direct passages of the New Testament on this. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, And let us consider how to stir one another up towards love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more, as you see the day drawing near. Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. And then in John 13, in the farewell discourse uh, of Jesus, he says, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So in order to fulfill these imperatives of Scripture, we need to be regularly involved in a church community. Reflection, if you're listening to this, you're likely are you likely involved in your church community, so I know I'm preaching to the choir a bit here. But for today, just reflect on the value of salvation. God has reconciled you to himself, and the church is to be reconciled one to another in love and unity because of Christ's work on the cross to redeem us and save us. So just reflect on your value of love and unity in the body of Christ today.